Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. There will be a brief ad at the end of this video. Now, I had a whole bunch of people send me this story, a whole bunch of people, because I've covered the story at the front end. Now we have a bit of a conclusion. Uh, two versions of the story I'm going to pick and choose here. Uh, Complex.com by Mark Ellibert and KSNT both covered this. Judge resigns after being caught texting from bench during murder trial. Murder trial is going on and the judge is up on the bench sending and or receiving hundreds of texts. Hundreds, like a teenager. So a judge in Oklahoma stepped down, she has stepped down, after she has caught texting and mocking prosecutors and others during the trial of a two-year-old boy who was murdered. According to KSNT, the district judge won't be seeking judicial office again in the state of Oklahoma, and she's been accused of several things, including gross neglect of duty, because how are you working and doing your job when you're sending and receiving texts, oppression in office, lack of proper temperament, and that's a serious thing for a judge. A judge has got to have the proper temperament, and failure to supervise her office. She's got a job to do, and she wasn't doing it. She said, I promise to uphold the Constitution in a fair, even-handed, and efficient manner. I believe I've done so. However, being human, I've also faltered. Uh, well, you, you didn't do both. You didn't both do your job and screw up. You just screwed up. She was investigated after Oklahoma Supreme Court Chief Justice recommended an investigation be opened after she was found to have mocked prosecutors, praised the defense attorney, laughed at a comment made by the bailiff, and called the prosecutor's key witness a liar during the trial. She's not saying these things out loud. She's texting them and then reacting to texts being sent to her in response, apparently with her bailiff. The Oklahoman shared video footage that showed her texting away during jury selection, opening statements, and testimony during the trial. She's accused of sending more than 500 text messages to the bailiff. And in case you're curious about that video, there's a video camera directly above her, pointed down, that covered her bench and what she's doing with her hands. And I've mentioned before, don't get me wrong, what she did here is atrocious. However, what kind of person doesn't know there's a security camera right there? And you have to understand, judges have control of their courtrooms. And so she knows there are cameras in there. She's aware of the cameras. And so on some level, she didn't care that she was on camera. And if you're going to say, Steve, no, 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 she just forgot the camera was there. Okay, that's a whole new level of ignorance that I think would bar her from being qualified to be a judge. If you're literally that unaware, it doesn't occur to you that you're doing something right here and there's a video camera right there. That's a whole nother problem. In the texts, however, the contents of the text are a problem. In the texts, she said things such as, the prosecutor was sweating through his coat. She described the defense attorney as awesome and asked, can I clap for her during opening statements? When all of this hit the news, she voluntarily suspended herself in October. She'd been scheduled to go on trial in a special court starting this week. She said, I promised to uphold the Constitution to be fair, even-handed, and efficient manner. I believe I've done so. Being human, I've faltered. So here's the thing. They recommended that she be removed. But if she didn't take that recommendation, then they're going to hold a hearing. And so 
most states do have the oversight of all the courts, and it's vested in the Supreme Court of the state. So in the state of Michigan, the Michigan Supreme Court oversees all the courts that are state courts within the state of Michigan. Federal courts are overseen by the U.S. Supreme Court. So the Michigan Supreme Court, if they get a report of a district judge, a magistrate, or a circuit court judge, or a court of appeals judge doing something wrong, an investigation will ensue. Now, we've actually got a thing called the Judicial Tenure Commission, who does the initial investigation. And then they turn their report over to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court will then act upon it, either say, we accept this, we reject this, or we'll hold our own hearing. And so judges do screw up from time to time, but not that often. Not that often. And so for her to make the news like this is astounding. And what she did is crazy. Because if I was a judge... I would think that the cell phone would be turned off and back in chambers. Or if we actually do a lot of stuff in the courtroom where I don't leave but nothing's happening, because I know some judges who will come out and sit on the bench and then they'll be waiting for something to happen, meaning that like the parties haven't shown up yet or they're still in conference or something. In that case, yeah, fire your phone up and, and, and text away. But the second that anything's happening that's being put on the record, that phone should be put away. And I, I feel like a seventh grade teacher saying this, but that is the absolute fact. So she only took office last year. She's not exactly a, 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 an experienced jurist here. But you have to understand that this is a very serious case involving the uh, killing of a two-year-old child. And she makes the comments where she's talking about whether or not the prosecutor is doing a good job uh, how good the defense attorney's doing. And at one point in time, the bailiff made a crass and demeaning reference to the prosecuting attorney's genitals, to which she responded with a laughing emoji. And I will tell you that um, the use of an emoji by a grown person in that situation <laughs> does, in my mind, <laughs> make it worse. And I'm not trying to make light of this. It's a very, very serious thing. The, and, and in case you're curious, the defendant was eventually convicted of second-degree manslaughter. Manslaughter. So I don't know if that's a good result for the defense attorney there, but keep in mind that she was mocking the prosecutor and uh, complimenting the defense attorney when, in fact, the guy did get convicted. So it's a crazy situation. But I, again, I just get back to the fact that courtrooms in the old days had a court reporter. And I remember seeing the guys and gals who sit in the corner, often at the corner of the bench. So the judge is up here, and there's a person sitting right here. And they've got one of those things in front of them where they can just type. It looks like they're typing slowly. But because they're using combinations of keys, they can type as fast as someone can talk. And in fact, many of them can keep up with me. <laughs> now, <laughs> I've been told by more than one court reporter to slow down. And I've also, when doing a deposition, for instance, and talking to a court reporter, I will tell them, if I start going too fast, please tell me to slow down. Uh, occasionally, I lose track of it because I'm so focused on the questions I'm asking and the answers I'm hearing. And I remember in the old days, though, there also used to be a court reporter where there were microphones on every single position in the courtroom that needed to pick up people speaking. And a court reporter with one of those things over their mouth, and they would be commenting and making comments and notations that would go along with the recordings so they could keep track of who was talking, where and when, and all that. 
Uh, but then eventually, and this, this happened quite a while ago, I'm talking about the early 90s, courthouses started transitioning over into video recording. I mean, I remember going to Wayne County Circuit Court back in the early 90s, sitting in the pews where everybody sat in the courtroom, and going to put my foot underneath the bench and kicking something. I'm like, what's under there? And I look, and there were just banker's boxes filled with the transcripts that had been made by the court reporters doing this because the boxes were filled with the tapes that come out of those recording devices. And so we went from those to just video cameras. Now, you might be curious, if you order a transcript, an official transcript of a courtroom that's video recorded, you don't get a video. You get a transcript. And so what happens is they send the video to a court reporter type person, and they transcribe what is on the video because they have to show who was speaking when and what exactly was said. Because otherwise, if you filed an appellate brief, for instance, and you said, hey, on you know, 12 minutes into the argument, so-and-so said such and such, uh, you don't just attach a video to your thing to watch the video because who's going to do that? So instead you say, well, look at page three of the transcript. You'll see so-and-so said such and such, and you, you, you attach that. But the point is that cameras have been in courtrooms run by the court since the 1990s, okay? And so here she is. She just hits the bench in 2023, and she's sitting at the bench during a murder trial, and she's texting away like a teenager 500 texts to her bailiff. Now, I don't know enough about her marital status or his to wonder if there's anything going on there that shouldn't be, but... I still call into question her, ge- just her general judgment, her ability to judge things when she's doing that in plain view of a video camera right there, right there. So <laughs> sometimes people do these things to themselves, and she did this to herself. So she's resigned, she's off the bench, and I've mentioned before Being a judge, although I don't want to be a judge, being a judge is actually a cushy job if you're an attorney and you think to yourself, how could I I get a really cushy gig out of this? Because judges get paid really, really well, really, really good benefits, and generally speaking, for 99% of their time, they answer to no one. It's crazy that somebody out there in Oklahoma has a child that got killed And a trial is taking place over that. And the judge is up on the bench sending 500 texts. So she's resigned. So she's resigned after being caught texting from bench during murder trial of toddler from both Complex.com and KSNT. And that story from Complex is written by Mark Elbert. And everybody sent it to me. Thanks a lot. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Life is not a matter of holding good cards, but sometimes playing a poor hand well.